Welcome to the Bros Who Think Podcast, starring your host, Mr. Lyndon Burton, and his co-hosts, Adam Schubert and Justin Baptiste. We got a lot to get into, fellas, so without further ado, take it away. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Bros Who Think podcast. My name is Lyndon Burton, a.k.a. Youngboy DeWitts, a.k.a. The People's Champ, a.k.a. Beard Gang is in the motherfucking building. I'm not going to censor myself. I've been doing that for a couple weeks, and Brooklyn's been telling me about that shit. This is episode 92, ladies and gentlemen. Different format, different format, not a lot of news, plus... My weekly co-host, Mr. Brooklyn, he had some daddy duties. Shout out to shout out to him and his daughter. We he had to take care of that, so he couldn't be here this week. But the pod was not stopping. We're podding, ladies and gentlemen. We out here, and I want to sing a song, but niggas gonna say I'm dick riding, so I'm not gonna do that. So fuck the niggas out there. But yo, shout out to my co-host this week. He was brought on last week because we needed him, and me and Brooklyn were like, yo, he needs to start coming back on the main part because we love him, and now coming back, returning, he's co-hosting the first part again, it is my guy, Adam Schubert. Shuby, what is up, my G? Shuby, we do a lot of guys together now, man. Dude, you guys just needed me to come out and give these crazy, absurd advice to these people that they should probably not take. Well, look, don't tell them that because they hit us up a lot again this week and they were like, yo, we, we didn't know you guys were like doing it, doing it. So like, yeah, you guys went there. So we're going to go there with you guys. And I was like, whoa, when I read this week's email, I was like, I'm kind of glad there's no news because now we can answer a shit ton of questions. But also joining us because there's not a lot of news. This podcast is going to go basically you guys' questions and then straight into sports. We're not going to even do the bros who ball music. We're just going to talk straight into it because a lot, a lot of NBA playoff stuff to talk to. There's a lot of theories. There's a lot of, a lot of stuff to break down, and I want to talk about it all, not only with Adam Schubert, but our guy, our resident basketball analyst, the resident analyst, the guy who breaks down this basketball stuff and, and who maybe I give him a lot of credit because me and him disagree, but that's a good thing that makes for good podcasting. We got Justin Baptiste with us joining us. He might give you guys some advice. Who knows? What is up, Jay, my man? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing Can't good. Can't complain. That's, I'm, that's, that's why I'm glad for you. You liking the NBA playoffs so far? I'm, I'm loving it, man. Last night's game was crazy. Yeah, we got to talk about that. We got to talk. Look, in, instead of you like that, we got a new segment we're bringing out. It, 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 it's, it's to pay homage to going fishing from NBA to TNT because I, I truly think that's the best sports show on television. But you know me. I got to do it my, my own way. I got to have my own flavor. We're not going fishing. We're, we're, we're calling this segment, get them out of here. Get them the fuck out of and yes, we have some teams. We got to get the F out of here. But that's later in the show after I, all this, this hype has, is still going to be festering. I drink a coffee. We're ready to go, ladies and gentlemen. So first off, before I even get into the questions, I just want to – this is something that I'm going to talk more about next week when Brooklyn comes back because this is a Brooklyn Lynn conversation that I really want to have with him. But, Shuby, I know you saw the timeline. Me and you are not going to get into this. I'm going to just give my little soliloquy. I just want to know if you saw – you saw Kanye at Coachella? Did, timeline, I, did I see Kanye Twitter? at Coachella? Did you see all the Twitter people talking about Kanye on, on, at, at Coachella? No. Mm, you avoided it. Good for you. I kept, I kept the positive Coachella stories, like uh, good, good Will you. Smith coming out on stage. Oh my <laughs> we, we, and... yo, we need to have a real conversation about Will Smith and his career. I don't know if we need to do that on Bros Who Binge 
or if we need to do that on this show. But we need to have a real because I don't know if I like IG Will. It's a phase. It's I I don't know because like seeing trailers like Gemini Man, I'm like yo. Yo, I liked him coming out out of Coachella and singing Icon, though. I thought that was dope. Well, yeah, that's what his son. I'm not going to hate on that. And you know me. I'm a big Jaden fan. My girl was fussing at me earlier for playing Jaden shit so loud. She was like, is this this some church music? I'm like, nah, this is that organ. Like, fuck with young Jaden. Leave leave young Sire alone. But nah, but nah, but nah. But that's beside the point. Let me get to my Kanye shit. Because maybe your timeline wasn't infested with it. But mine was. Let me set the paint the picture for you guys out there. It's Easter Sunday. You're at your house. Or if you're at Coachella, you're there. And all of a sudden you see these, these tents pop up church merch or Sunday, Sunday service merch. This nigga selling church socks. This nigga selling church shirts, all kind of shit. 15, 14, trying to trying to market off of, in my opinion, Christian-based, church-based faith. Because of because of what he did six months ago with the MAGA shit, with the with the uh, the slave comment, with all that with all that shit he did when he was marketing to the right six months ago, that shit didn't work. He stopped talking about politics. He disappeared. The nigga popped up with the Sunday services. And when I first saw the shit, I was suspect of it because I was like, but nah. But then I was like, nah, this shit go hard. He kind of got me for a second. But then when I saw the whole machine. At Coachella with the marketing and the, the selling the clothes. And then it's, it, it, it just feels like because African-Americans are, are and, let me, and let me say this, and I say this, and I don't mean to offend anybody. I'm not trying to offend anybody, your religion or anything. I don't talk about religion a lot because I'm dealing with my own faith-based shit. So, like, I'm not here to judge nobody on how they do shit. But I do have a problem. If I'm going to call out the, the pastors who are driving Lamborghinis, I got to call out Kanye, too, because he's doing the same shit. He's playing off of, off of black people's emotions because they know how they feel about religion. And I know Justin knows what I'm talking about. He don't even have to comment on it because he knows what I'm talking about. The African-American community, it has a soft spot for religion. We just do. We, we do. And then on top of that, he can, he can appeal to the right base because Schubert knows that the, the modern people are religious as fuck, too. So he's, he's just appealing to people's motives through God, and I hate that shit. That's manipulation, and Schubert knows this. I told my mom if I was in, look, I can't believe I'm saying this on the pod, but this is when, when, you, have, when, you, when, you, when you think about like how shit works, I'm going to tell you how my mind works. I thought if I was ever in a shitty, shitty situation in my life, well, shit. I'm, I'm a pretty decent orator. I mean, why not? Why not try being a pastor? Niggas make a shit ton of money. And but then came to my sense, you can't play with religion like that. You can't do that. But who am I to to say what what Kanye is doing? He, that might not be what he was doing. But it looked very wild, wild country. I don't know if you saw those Netflix things. And shout out to the people who said that on Twitter because because it, it wasn't me. That nigga looked wild. Sure, it looked like an episode of Wild Wild Country out there at Coachella on Easter Sunday. That's a damn shame. It's a damn shame all the way around. And I, that's, I just had to get that off my chest because everybody was like, oh, yeah, yay. We, we forgive you, dog. Like, we see you out there preaching God. And I, and, and, and I know my black people, they, they, we're very religious. We just are. And it just sucks because I know that's what he's doing. He's placating the niggas' emotions. And that's a damn shame. But we're going to talk more about that with Brooklyn next week. This is not the show to talk about this. We're here to have fun. Me and Shuby about to answer these questions you guys sent us. Sorry for getting hot, Shuby. 
you know, man, I just had to get that off my chest because that, that that fucked with me this weekend. It really did. I was I was like, man, I really want to tweet about this, but I don't want, I didn't want nobody to think I was like subtweeting them or some shit when I was really just mad at Kanye. Subtweeting so who? Like, Kanye? <laughs> no, like people on my timeline who were watching the stream. Oh, right. Yeah, so I didn't want them to think like I was hating because I wasn't hating on them. I was hating on Ye. I was like, bro, you, and not even hating. It's just like, like, you can't be doing that. You can't play with religion like that. You just can't. That's something. You, like, oh, God. But we're going to talk more about that with Brooklyn next week. I got some Cardi B shit, but we're going to talk more about that with Brooklyn next week. Like I said, like yeah. Newsweek, we're going to just answer these questions. Show Shuby. And Justin, man, feel free to give some of these people your advice and your opinion on this. Because, look, some of this shit is crazy. <laughs> I'll try. Like, some of this shit is crazy. So, all right. First off, we have a question from Tracy. Tracy said, my ex and I fell hard for each other, fell hard and fast for each other. Unfortunately, broke up because he didn't know how to handle a budding career, running a business, and also having a girlfriend. Damn, shit. <laughs> Fuck Tracy. <laughs> I had those problems. Nah, that's real. <laughs> that's real. We had, our, we had our issues, but we were still in love with each other. We officially broke up about seven months ago. Had no contact for about three of those seven months. I started dating this guy, and I do really enjoy my time with him. He's just younger than me. He's 20 years old. I ran into my ex at a show last weekend, and it was like nothing happened. You could tell there was still strong feelings there. Since we ran into each other, we haven't been stopped. We haven't. We have been talking nonstop. It's really screwing with my head. I keep comparing my current relationship to my ex's and eyes, and that's completely unfair and shitty of me to do, but I can't help it. I don't, I, do, I don't feel that overwhelming desire to be around him, the sexual attraction, the connection I do with my ex. My current relationship is more like a slow fire burning more intensely as time goes on. I'm not sure if these feelings are normal, if I should act on them, or maybe just take some time to myself to process all this. I haven't said anything to either of them yet about how I'm feeling. Do you guys have any advice for me? Please help. Okay, Tracy, look. Um, Shuby, you want to start? What you got for Tracy? Uh, I, I don't really know what I don't really know what I could say. I would say this, Trace, like look, straight up. So you broke up with him for a reason. Did he change his desires for his business and, and his his goals? Because as a man with goals, and I have a I have a I'm in a current relationship, shout out to my girl. We had a com like straight up before we even got into all this. I told her, if it's a pod day, it's a pod day. I can't help it. Like those days are dedicated to the network. I got to do things, but I will make time for you. If he's not talking like that, then Tracy, look, I mean, that's like it's it, it sucks because we're in that age right now where it's like, do you put ambition above relationships and friendships? And and like it goes down to family shit too, because like. Shit, my mom will be my not not not, not so much my mom because I always hang out with my moms, but my pops will be like, "Yo, Lynn, you want to chill, do some watching me?" And I'm like, "Yo, pops, I got a pop." Like, you know what I mean? So it's like I get the dream having aspirations and it's messing up your relationship. Also, do you value that new guy a lot more? I look, AJ. I, I, I'm not gonna say she that. She don't. Place, she don't. She don't. Yeah, she, it seems like you don't. So like, maybe you need time for yourself. And, and you said that, and maybe it's best that you take time for yourself and figure out what you want. Because maybe back to the gym. It, back, yeah, and, and maybe look, it, it it could be that you got into a relationship too fast, 
it may be those feelings for your ex are, are uh, an attraction that just happens right now. But if you get back in the swing of things, maybe the reason why you broke up with him come back in effect. And maybe you, you, this new guy might not be ready or he might be. And if he is, maybe you need to either give him the respect and, and, and try to work it out or take time for yourself. I'm not saying be with either of them. Take time for yourself. See what you need, Trace, because it's about your needs first off. And that's all I really got for you. I don't know. If, I don't know if Subi, Justin got anything else because that 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 was that was a light question because I didn't I didn't go crazy off of it. Well, I mean, I like, is is he in a different like has anything changed? Like that's it, what I'm trying to gauge. Like, has anything changed from his certain current status with that business? Because like, if you know, it, it could have been a difficult time and that they needed that that time off. But it was what you're saying, like, it's been seven months or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, like you know, seven months, it could have gotten real light. His you know his workload could have yeah, gotten a lot be- easier. You know, yeah, at that point, it sounded like she said that he was just starting a business. Yeah, he was just starting everything. That's why I said they need to have that conversation. Like, if she really wants to be back with her ex, she needs to have a conversation of like, what do you prioritize right now? And and and, and it's not a place of malice. Like, oh, I'm upset at you for prioritizing your dream over me. It's just something that she needs to know. Cause it's like, if that's where your head is and you're trying to find and follow your dream, I don't want to interrupt that. And like, you know what I mean? Like, and, and I know when our women listeners might be like, Oh, you're taking the male side, but no, I'm, I'm taking the side of like, Tracy needs to find what's happy and best for her. And like, I know she might want to be with that guy, but if that guy wants to do it, you can't change him. Like, unless he, unless like she would say, he's changed, but you have to have that conversation to know that. Yeah, I mean, I just, I, I'm just struggling to see where the problem is. But that, I mean, that's just me not knowing the situation. Like, I just, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, is, I'm is assuming because, that. Is it because, like, he had to work a lot? Like, I, I mean, well, no, you're trying, he's, he's, you're trying to, you're both, you know, when you're in a relationship, you're trying to both build, especially at this age. You're, you're 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 both building. I mean, you know what this sounds like, and I and, and look, Tracy. I don't want to assume, so I'm gonna say this situation. I'm, I'm I'm gonna give a situation that I know of, and I'm gonna just say like things that I've seen in my life, and not necessarily things that happened to me, just things that I've seen. So, Shuby, you know of the the relationship, whether it's male or female, where one partner has goals and desires, and you know what happens. It's like. I need you all the time. It's like, do you not have goals of your own? You know what I mean? Like, you shoot me. Don't, don't leave yeah. me to try on this ledge, bro. You know no, what I mean, I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, if, like, it's it's more of like, what do you expect out of a relationship at that point? Like, do you expect someone to be at your, I wouldn't say beck and call, but like, you know, to be available at all times? Like, yeah, I guess, you know, but. You know, I mean, I've been in good. I've been in good relationships where you maybe only see the person two times a week. See, I've been in those as well. But then I've been in ones where it's like you only see them two times a week, and they're complaining every other day that's not them two times. You know what I mean? And it's like they need more time. And if you need that type of time, Tracy, then maybe that's not the right guy for you. And that's why I'm saying you got to figure out what you want and what you need. And maybe neither of these busters are them. You know what I mean? Like, that's fair, yeah. Maybe it's neither of them, and take time for yourself to see what was best for Tracy. That's my advice. Yeah, no rush. No rush. So I hope that helps you, Tracy. Next up, Shuby, this is wild. Okay, so she can't give her name. She said, I'm not giving my name. And I, and I don't blame you, girl. So she's been with her boyfriend about five months now. About two months into the relationship, 
He told me he slept with, get this, prostitutes in the past. He had told me he'd been about with five of them. <laughs> and the last one had been about a year and a half before meeting me. I was very surprised and obsessed because I didn't see him being that way. I felt like I should have had a choice before I slept with him instead of him hiding it from me. He told me he knew I wouldn't stay with him if he told me up front that he only went to them for sex due to a bad breakup and he didn't want to date anyone afterwards. Ooh, we gonna see that goes into a whole different subject. And, I, and we'll talk about that. The topic came up again a couple weeks ago, and he said that he couldn't have been with more than 11 and that he had slept with, damn, he slept with the last one only about a month before dating me. I realized this was all before me, but it's concerning because he lied about it twice, and he's done it so many times. It wasn't long before me, so how do I know he can handle not going to see them anymore? How do I know he's not still lying about it? I'm trying to accept it. But at this point, I'm worried that I can't move past it. I don't know what to do. Sorry if my question is jumbled up or worded in a weird way. I'm not the best with writing things. Look, I can't give my name. First off, let me say this. To any sex worker out there that listens to this podcast, we're not sex worker shaming. And there, there should be a lane for, you, for everybody. The government shouldn't be able to tell you what you do with your body. That's, that's just my, that's my opinion off rip. So let me get that yeah. out of the way. Um. Next up, in terms of this. Shubi, I don't know how to feel about this because, like, he did lie. Like, why do you have to hide it, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, obviously, it seemed like he did have to hide it. I don't understand why he would have to hide it. That's my um, thing. It's, it's like you should have to Because, like, hide it. if he was single and he that's the way he wanted to spend his money, then, you know, that's the way he spent his money. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, like. Homie and, got and, he spent money. He spent the and money. I, and I really wouldn't be like too concerned in a relationship with him that he would be going back to sleeping with prostitutes because yeah, he got obviously he was money. just. He, I mean, like he was spending money for sex, and obviously if he's in a relationship, he's probably not going to be doing that because he's going to be able. To, he has somebody to be with. Yeah, exactly. You I mean, need to trust. Like, you, you, like if you don't trust him because he didn't tell you the truth. That's a different story, but in terms of... I mean, of, at, least, at least he he did at some point, and it wasn't something that you just found out or heard it from otherwise. Heard in the streets. Yeah, no, you're yeah. absolutely right. And, like, look, another point that you said that glared out to me in the question was the fact that he said it was during a bad breakup, and he didn't want to... He, he needed to get over it, and he did... it Honestly, and this is a side conversation, because I always say after a breakup, this is a, this is a Lyndon saying... After a breakup, whether it's bad or happy, you need to get under someone to get over someone. That's male or female. That guy goes both ways. Because, look, you won't know, like, you don't want to fall in love with the next person you meet. You just got to, you got to get those those feelings out of you. You got to get them out. And I know 11 is a lot, but look, some men, it's a long time to realize that, like, look, he might have been hurting, girl. And it's better that he paid for it and there's no emotion because you got to think you're looking at sex as like oh he has this emotion with them but if you're in sex worker culture and i don't know your boyfriend but i'm assuming if you're in that culture you're just it, it, it it's not emotions attached to it you're paying for a service and at least i know the women's standpoint i, I can't speak to it. maybe they grew feelings for him but in nine times out of ten the only reason like they felt like and i don't want to put feelings in for anybody but nine times out of ten it was just a transaction so, like, I know yeah. you're looking at it as, like, an emotional thing that he has a connection with these women. Well, I, and who's to say I mean, he I doesn't? I also feel like she's looking at it in a health stance, too. Like, 
Mm. With, with you know someone the idea you know, of a prostitute 11, 11 yeah 11 prostitutes multiple partners you know that could have been a concern but obviously if you know if he had the diseases and he was lying that he didn't have that that's way worse but I mean if if that's not the case then I guess he's off the hook in that sense yeah that's what I'm saying like I'm in and, and usually se- people in sex worker culture usually get tested quite frequently. And they're not about to let you hit raw. And, I, and I'm not saying it because, like, look, I'm going to keep it another spade with you guys on the pod. We're going there. I ain't never paid for it in my, in my life. Never. I've been to a strip club and got a lot of You got to know about my stories about that. But never did that in my life. Not that I have anything against that. Because, like, when in Rome, do as the Romans. Like, Europe, European trips, do as the Romans, baby, because... Amsterdam, there's a red light district, but I'm just saying, and me personally. But back to the question at hand, I don't know, man. Like, it's tough because I get coming, like, as a girl or as, like, anybody. If your significant other comes and tells you something during the relationship, it's like, how do you take it? But you got to think from them, it might have been something hard to tell you. And then they finally develop that trust with you and they truly care about you. And it's like, they couldn't let that go on any further. You know what I mean? Shuby is like, he had to tell you that at that well, point because it was like, he cared about you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it sounds like, obviously, he held it back because, and for good, it seems like good reason because if you would have known this fact beforehand, you probably wouldn't have been with him. Got, been got with him. Known. Which, I mean, I guess is messed up to, to do because, I mean, that's lying straight up, but I don't know. Yeah, see, this is, it's a weird one, man. Like, both questions are weird ones. They're, they're these morality things. And look, I'm not going to tell you not to, not to, uh, I'm not going to tell you to give with the dude because it seems like you're very conflicted by this. And if this is something that, like, every well, time you see him, you'll think about that, I can't blame you for leaving him. Yeah. I mean, if, if you have an issue with what's going on, then obviously you just need to get rid of that situation. Yeah. Because, like, if it's going to keep bugging you and keep festering, it's not going to be healthy for the relationship until either, A, y'all deal with it, like, out in the open, which I see, which it seems like y'all have, and that might not be working. So if that's not working, then look, maybe you just need to go your separate ways because it just might not be something you can get over. And there's nothing – different people have different, like, beliefs about certain things. That might not be something kosher all the way. And if that's the case, then you got to do what you got to do, girl. Don't stay with that. Don't stay with that, homie. He should have told you the truth. No, it's it's her yeah, opinion. That's what I'm saying. Like, she, it, it's her choice. You know, like she has, like she has all right to decide if, like, because he did lie. Like you said in the beginning, like he, he shouldn't, like that could be something that he should tell her in the beginning. So, hope we answered your question for you, lady. So, next one we have is from the homie Russell. So Russell says, so look. I got to just be honest with you guys. I've never seen more than one person at once. The circumstances with the first girl, let's call her April. I didn't want anything serious. Led me to see other people to force myself not to get too serious with someone. And I guess it's a fear of imposing too much because caused by some past relationship anxiety. I asked the second girl, we'll call her Laura, out a few weeks later. We'd known each other for a little time and I wanted to be around her more and feed from that creative energy she gave off. Ooh, they're both creative, so sharing and collaborating on music and art was a part of being around them. Yo, this homie pulling off the studio vibe, yo. He, I see him out there. I see you, Russell. You got physical, and we were in the same position I was in with April. 
I kept things casual as I could muster for about three months, but Laura wanted to be exclusive. Meanwhile, April and I hit a stride where we're basically dating. Since Laura and I ended things romantically, but since I live in a city that has a relatively small art scene, they met and became friends. I love that they become friends because they are uh. kindred spirits, but I don't know whether to tell April about Laura. The three of us have been in the same space a few times, and I feel shameful that I haven't aired it all out. To the people who have been involved in love triangles like this, I just need you guys' best, best advice, either from Lyndon, Brooklyn, Schubert, whichever one of you guys can help me. Help me because I need to transition to something more serious. Am I wrong for not catching the hints? Would I rather keep their friendship over any relationship I have with either of them? I don't really want to hurt anyone, and I want to stay with April after all of this. Oh, so he wants to stay with one of them. Ooh. Yeah, he wants well, to stay with the one that he's with right now? Yeah, not Laura, not the other girl. He wants to yeah, stay well, with he and Laura need, Laura, he and Laura need to have a convo and figure out what they're both thinking here because... They're, obviously, they're both friends with this girl, so obviously they're both thinking this. Like, what what are we gonna do here? Yeah, he I needs mean, to before before she tells, because honestly, it's better if it comes in. And this kind of is like because it's, it's, it's really not a big deal, in my opinion. You think? Uh, I mean, I'm just I'm a weird person like that, where that kind of stuff doesn't bother me. Well, okay, I'm not a weird person about it until the words "exclusive" come out of his come out of either person's mouth. It seems like at first with April, when he was messing with Laura, he didn't really do anything. But then when Laura wanted to get exclusive, he said him and April were basically dating. So it's like, shit. So like, did it, did it overlap? But see, Shubi, you're not one of those people. It's like, once you become exclusive, you cut all, off all things and whatever happened during that time of... Yeah, I mean, isn't that what happened? I guess what it seems like... I mean, I, I, mean I guess, but it's... And, and, but I mean, he has, to tell his, he has to tell the April girl before the Laura girl tells her. That's my advice. Like, you got to tell them. Or at least talk to Laura, like you said, Chuby, to see if y'all will keep that on the DL. But you don't want her to have, you don't want her to have anything over you. That's, that's fair. So, yeah, that's fair. Because yeah, like, she, she holds the power there. Because, uh, you know, if, they're, if you're in a fight or whatever and she wants to just fuel the fire of, of that. But, I mean, that, that also depends on if you're homies. Because like, it sounds like he and Laura are still cool. It sounds like it, but I mean, it, it also sounds like they're just cool because like they ran into they ran into each other with their lady April. Well, so I mean, like, and then and then I would also be talking to Laura too because how does Laura feel about this whole situation? Because I mean, I feel like she must feel that she was imposing on something when she probably didn't feel that way at first. So I mean, that's got to be a bad feeling for her too. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm, I'm surprised that it's not hasn't already come up. And my because thing if is I was this, Laura, I'd be hurt. That's man, that's my thing, and like that's why if it hasn't come up yet, you gotta tell her because Laura will make it sound worse than it might actually be because she might be hurt, like you said, Shuby. Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm looking out for my guy Russ, man. Russ got to do his best for him, and like, look, if you like you like I said, if you didn't make it exclusive with any of them, then you're in the clear, big dog. Then you just need to tell your girl, like, look, it's weird that you two are friends. It just so happened that I had a little fling with her before you or, du or, or, or during our time of unexclusivity. I don't know the terms of y'all situation, but like you just got to tell her before the other one does, because I'm telling you, it's going to be a lot worse. Like like she would say with the last situation, it's a lot worse if you find out from the streets than from the person, because the streets True. always going to make it sound worse. Always. 
Well, and, and nobody that you're close to likes to hear about something personal about someone that there's, you know, their significant other. They don't like to hear that from randoms. Not at all, especially. And I don't even think they like to hear it from their friends because then it just gives them the, the weird situation of like, damn. Like, oh, I, they trusted them over me. Yeah, do I believe my friend or do I believe like the significant other? And if you choose a significant other, the friends are always going to feel the type of way. Always. Yeah. But hope we answered your crap question, Russell. Next up, we got a question from Javon. Javon says, been dating my girlfriend for about a year now and everything was going fine in the beginning. We talked for two months before we started dating, and after that, it went well. We went on vacations in the summer with some of our friends and had a good summer. As things progressed forward, we started to have sex, and it was good. But I was a virgin before this. She wasn't, so I don't know how good I was, even with verbally asking and always trying to work and ask around boundaries. Anyways, as the relationship went on, her anxieties have really gotten the best of me. And I, and I like to say I'm super patient about these things as I use to take anxiety medicines and such. Plus, my mom has always been exactly like me, anxious as well. Things like driving, being around other people. The thought of me cheating has always gotten in the way of me being able to socialize with my friends. And I think that drifted me apart from the people who used to be my really good friends. She never really liked them because they tend to uh, leave me on the side of drinking and smoking, but she never was. I used to smoke a bit in high school, but for some reason she would always pin this side against me and say it's stupid, and she's afraid I'm going to get hired, drunk, and go text another girl. Some of these issues still happen to this day, but let's fast forward to some real issues happening now. Here, interest uh, her interest in sex has never really been there. We've had sex a good amount, like once every few weeks or so, and I'd always offer to do stuff for her and such, yada, yada. But the uh, the reciprocate has never off been once been there, never offered or initiated in sex with me. And I've tried to make her feel as comfortable as possible so that it's an enjoyable experience for both parties and that she can feel good in the situations, as I know she has voiced to go on dates because I, uh, wait, I know she has voiced sex can make her uncomfortable. As this has gone on, we only had sex maybe about once a month. We don't really go on dates because I didn't really have money at the time. And we just spent time at my house and such. The relationship just seemingly run dry with her making a recent comment about our sex life on the premise of maybe you'll just forget about it after I made a somber joke a few times about how we don't have sex. I know that I don't ask every so often about being more intimate. And she says she will try. It's been a few months since this. And I try to reiterate to her that I like some things to change. I try not to be pushy, but I do try to advance things forward, even though we never make out or anything like that. Just wanted some real advice because even though I love her, it's become a staple on my self-confidence and starting to make me a bit depressed. But I feel obligated to stay with her at this time as she is moving and such, dealing with her new drive. I drive her everywhere using her car because she doesn't have a license. Whoo, this is a this is a doozy here. There's a lot that I could like break Yikes. apart and, and, and look at because first off, where's the one that I that the line that I was like, oh, this is I I, I feel for this guy. Uh the, the oh, the part where he didn't have money at the time and like they were just spending time at their house, bro, that ruins relationships. And and girls don't even realize like, it Yeah. You, you gotta like have a down girl because if you don't, oh, it's gonna it's you're gonna get the comment of why you just stay in your house all the time? I hate that, mm -hmm. yo. I, I hate that comment so much because it's like, what's wrong with me staying in my house? Like, God damn. <laughs> Nigga broke. Yeah. Yeah, man. I guess, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and be candid, man. Get out of this, man. 
what are you doing? Like Damn. every everything like, every po- direction this points to is it sounds like that she's she's not that into you and that she's in this because it's comfortable and that it helps her situation. It, re- that's it keeps it her from like. it keep and it keeps her from having to try. And yeah, and having to be lonely and like she knows you'll always be there and like it it, it also sounds like maybe when she feels like you're about to leave, she might put out a little bit. Sounds like a little bit like that to me too. If we're being, if we're being honest, if we're being yeah. honest, just yeah. a little bit. And I'm kind of with you, Shuby. Yo, dog, Javon, get out of this, fam. I'm, I'm with you because, like Brooklyn said, Bro- Brooklyn would have said, break up with this hoe. You got to get rid of her. Yeah, you, you got to because it just doesn't sound like it's healthy for any party involved. Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, it, it might be a dick thing to say, but like. It just does not sound like this is anything that is worth anyone's time. And, and look, it's not even about this the sex because it just sounds like y'all aren't happy. Like, like it's not. Like, yeah, it's not even about that. Apart. It's like you know, may, not being able to communicate about that is number one. Like having that be a very difficult thing to to Talk maneuver about. with. Yeah. Seem. I mean, the what didn't you say that they don't like make out or anything either? Yeah, they don't. They don't do any of that. Well, like you. Know, do you hold hands? Like, do you just sit in? Do you just sit on two different chairs and watch Netflix? Like, I just don't understand. Like, and then she, just, and then he said she he was a virgin before this, but she has problems that she thinks that if he goes hangs out with his homies and they chief and they drink, he's gonna go cheat on her. But like that's, that's not his that's what, that's what he should. That's what he should be doing. Hanging out with his homies. Hanging out with his homies. Yeah, bro. Maybe you need to get back with your friends, man. You know, if you haven't been with them in a while and you miss them, then like. I'm not gonna tell you how you live your life. Well, I mean, like, well, the thing is, is like if you're sitting bored at home with her, go go hang out with your friends. Fact. And just be just be like, oh, I mean, like if we're not gonna do anything, then I'm gonna go do something. Yeah, I would just go hang out with my friends. Like you don't like, and like don't make her let you feel bad because like you're you're broke right now. There's nothing wrong with being broke and just hanging out with people in in like company. You don't have to go like go do anything. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Like when me and my friends are broke. We just chill and watch television and, and, and communicate about what's been going on in our lives. Same thing with my girl. Like nothing's wrong with that. Like, like so don't let don't make her feel make you feel bad about that. That's my yeah. Thing. So that's what we got for you, Javon. You gotta break up with her. The next question is. From, <laughs> I mean, it's true. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. The next question is from Young D. Shout out Young D, yo. He's a high school senior, yo. Shout out to you, bro. I hope I hope that we help. You maneuver through your high school life, my friend. Like, I, I'm, I'm excited. Prom time. We, I'm excited we got a youngin' on the show, so we're going to make sure we give you good advice. So, all right, Young D goes, hello, I'm a senior in high school. Y'all are always saying get in the gym, get my game up, but I suck at initiating. What's y'all's advice? Oh! So he's coming at, like, okay, so last week, Justin, if you want to partake in this one, because or Shuby, whoever, last week we were talking about, so... If you're trying to step up your your, your loving game, you got to get back in the gym. You got to you got to you got to practice at it. But he's like, I suck at initiating. Oh man, Shuby, what do you think you should do if he sucks at initiating? Like like lead me into a direction where I can like give this guy advice because I don't I don't know what to say. Initiating what? I'm get, I'm assuming he sucks at initiating game. Like I'm assuming he sucks at initiating uh with the with the opposite of sex. Dude, What's just say name? something, bro. That's it. This dude's name's Young D. Yo, Young D. I got the same problems, bro. It ain't ne- it ain't never get easier. <laughs> That's why I knew you were gonna answer this because I know you you we talk about this all the time. 
Yeah, man. Like I just, I would, I would take Justin's advice there. Say anything, bro. Like free game, man. Be you and just say something. Facts, like the, it, it could be. Oh, go ahead, Schubert. More and more, what I've been learning is that if you try and be someone else, or if you try and like think about how you should be should be acting in a situation, then you're doing it wrong. You just gotta a hundred percent just go in there and and be yourself. And because if if you're not, then she gonna what find are they out. liking you for? Yeah, facts. And when she find out, it's just gonna make it a lot worse. Look, young D. I'm going to be honest, man. I'm a comic book loving nerd who watches anime, but at the same time, who's a sports geek. And every woman that I've been with knows that when they come in my house, they're going to see my My Hero Academia posters of anime and see my stacks of comics. I'm not hiding that from them because that's a part of me. Young D, you just got to be yourself, dog. And then when you are, they're going to like you even more so, bro. I'm with Justin. Like, you just got to be yourself and just, and, and look, even if you don't know what to say, just say, hey, how's your day? Or, or compliment them about something like, for example, if you're always, if, 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 if you're talking to a girl, let's say she's an eight. Let's say she's a baddie. But like, let's say you know her kind of well. And let's say you know that guys are always like, damn, you're beautiful. Damn, you're a baddie. Tell her something that like she don't always hear. Tell her something like about how her personality's fire. I, you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta figure out these like these maneuvers in these streets, young D. Like, like you, know, you, tell them, you gotta tell nine times out of 10, People don't want to hear what they're always told. Like, for example, I, I get sick and tired of hearing, oh, my gosh, you're a, you're a great speaker. You can, you, can, you can talk really well. No, yeah, fucking right. Thank you. I appreciate that. But I hear that shit all the time. But you know what? If somebody was like, Lyndon, man, you have pretty eyes, I'd be like, damn, thank you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's what people fuck with. So, like, if, if, if you know she's a smart girl, but she doesn't always get commented about her intelligence, or, or even young, look, young D, I'm not going to assume who you like. So if, if it's a male, female, whatever, if, if the, uh, the person of the whatever party that you're dealing with uh, gets told that they're beautiful all the time, tell them that they're attractive. Just start off with some small talk and then try, and try to figure Just it change out. the word up? Yeah, you know? You look ravishing. I'm not going to say that. No, should we, you got you to gotta do the opposite of that. Like, if they're always here, they're hot. Like, you got to be like, yeah, tell them about something that, like, if she's a smart girl, but nobody notices about her intelligence... You got to talk to her about her intelligence and get to know her that way. Like, there's multiple ways to approach this young D. But let me I mean, tell the, you this. The, the, there's, there's some essentials to complimenting. Hair. Yeah. Like, if you notice that the hair's been done in a certain way. Oh, that's, yeah. That's if you notice it's a new hairdo. Yeah, pull yeah. that. Pull that Clo- for sure. Clothes. You know, yeah, like you mentioned new clothes. Like, I, you know, I, I, it, you, you can compliment a girl on her shoes and it doesn't have to sound like you're some guy with a queer eye and the straight guy. Like, you know, it, it's not it's not a weird thing to do. It, or their shirt or, like, a notice, hat. If you notice, if you notice something things about them. Yeah, if you notice something, because it just stems in a conversation. It gives them a reason to talk about something. I'm one of those people, young D, where, like, I, I but maybe you're, like, this, is, this might be because you're a high school senior. But I always like to go with the goals and ambitions. That's my thing. Like I'm, I'm always like, what, what you want to do, girl? Like, but that's <laughs> that, that's a but that gets a, that gets a little deeper than a, in, initiation is, uh, though. Yeah, yeah. That, that's how I put the game on them shoes. That's like prob- we get deep. That's probably we get like deep your there. second or third phrase out of your mouth. <laughs> that's first for for young D wits. <laughs> so you just walk up to some girl and he's like, "Hey, girl, 
<laughs> What's your goals and ambitions? <laughs> no. <laughs> now that you say it like that, fuck no. But you're that's what right. I'm that's, like, that's like second or third phrase. You're right. But I'm just telling them different phrases. Justin, Justin, what, what, what do you think you should say when he walks up to him? You know, you got any phrases that you use that you would like to pass on to Young D? I mean, it depends like where where he is. I mean, if he's in a club, you yeah, know, everything different. You know. I hate, it's I really, hate it's picking really, up girls at clubs. Yeah, I mean, it's just a different, whatever the, whatever the uh, scenery is, then you go off of that. It's not really set line. That's You're fair. right. That is very, because, like, man, I remember in 2012 going to a club. You can, like, and look, that, like, it's a different time we live in now. I, I, don't, I don't know how it works now. I don't know grinding etiquette in 2019. Like, <laughs> I don't, I, I really don't. Like, I don't. I don't I either. Been, I haven't been to a club to do that in so long. Like, I've, I haven't had to try to do that. Like, I'm giving up on that. That's what I remember in 2012. Like, you go to a club, oh, bro. It was just like, you walk up behind her, she said, no, get the fuck, and then keep it pushing. But everybody would try it. And, and now, I don't know if you do that. <laughs> like, I really don't. Like, I don't know how, what type of culture we're living in. Like, I don't know how grinding works in 2019. And I would hate to be a high school. I think, I think like, you have to get, I think you have to go up to the girl, give her a business card. <laughs> uh, you know, cleared with her mom and dad. Yo, that's funny, but it's true. Like, you got look, you know, the also like always, always, always like even even more so. Like, you should do this off rip to be a good human being. Because, like I always say, you always got to figure out about consent too. But you're not in that stage yet. You're you're in the stage of approaching. So like like Justin said, be yourself, Young D. That's the best advice. Be yourself and don't be afraid to talk to them because the worst they could tell you is no. Like, you got to, like, I feel like that's a fear everybody has is the fear of no. You got to get over that fear because it's not like you'll never know what she'll say unless you ask. You'll never know. She might say yes because she might like you, young D. But don't take the uh, the Amanda Show approach where they had that guy, Totally Kyle, and he was like, one time I asked this girl if she'd go out with me, and she said no. So I thought she didn't hear me, so I asked her again, again. <laughs> and she said no. And I, so I thought I would ask her one more time, and she said no. <laughs> Guy, no means no the first time. Don't don't try and you know, beat it with a dead horse. Like if she do, if she doesn't play, if like if if you start start up conversation and it dies, it's dead. Yeah, it's dead. Ooh, yeah. Don't be that guy who lingers too long. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hate being good, but like. That comes with the territory, though. Shoot, you got to go through those experiences to to get to where we are right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's high school shit. Young D, you gonna go through it, the ups and the downs, baby. But if you want to keep sending us in questions, Young D, we'll keep answering, bro. Because I fuck with the fact that you're a high school senior, you're about to graduate, and you want some advice from from the OGs. Like at this point, like yeah, fuck yeah, fuck with it, Young D, because that's what I always wanted this podcast to be. So shout out to you, brother. Uh, next up, we got one from, ooh, this, I put this on here just because, like, we're all in that age, so this person's our age, and he's going, well, they're going through a quarter-life crisis. That's what they put their name as, quarter-life crisis. So, quarter-life crisis, I hope we answer your question. I'm aware that this is such an odd question, but I'm seriously struggling to make long-term friends at this stage in my life. It's beginning to affect me a little mentally, and I just feel stuck in a hole when I should be enjoying these best years of my life. To give some context, I've never been popular growing up, nor was I an outcast. 
I was, sort of, I was sort of in the middle. I always had this group of friends fitting in with everyone. All of that began to change when it was time for me to start college. Most of the kids I grew up with decided to work and stay back in my hometown while also focusing on starting families early on. I accepted this would change things as I had moved away from home to live closer to college and knew I would make new friends and lose touch with old. While in college, I met this girl whom I had a very serious relationship with to the point where we moved in together. This meant I rarely went back home to visit most of my life now where I'm based at now. Eventually, we broke up after I graduated, which also meant I had to move back home for a while as I wasn't able to pay the bills by myself. Now that I'm back home, I'm trying to spend time with people I was friends with through most of my life, but it's nearly impossible. It's either they can't because of their kids, they can't because of work, or they straight up ignore me. The ones I've managed to stay in touch with aren't doing much on a daily basis, and all they want to do is either smoke smoke weed or play video games, which is something I've gotten bored easily of after a day or two. I've tried to make friends by going out more, but that hasn't helped. I've even joined a fitness group as I need to get back in shape, but I felt like that might be a nice way to meet people. It's only helped me get back in shape, which is fantastic, but I would have liked to get a gym buddy through it. The people I work at, with at my job are amazingly and friendly but they all have their own friends they hang out with once work is finished. I'm beginning to feel like a loser and I have no idea what I'm doing wrong. Are there groups or societies I should join to meet like-minded people? Is there any way I can turn this around or am I just getting screwed at this stage of life? Quarter-life crisis. Shumi, this is something I'm going to you for because I know you went through this recently. You mean currently going through this now? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah well, I mean, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, like, I feel you, bro. Like, I'm in... I'm in a new city right now. You know, the one friend that I have right now is actually a guy that I went to high school with that we ran into each other when we were in town. So, I mean, like, you know, I got lucky in, in that way. And I know some other people through other different means. But it, it's hard to find people nowadays. Like, it's just like with the guy going up and talking to girls. Like, I feel like it's just it's hard to go and, like, meet a, a random dude someplace as a friend. Just be like, hey, man, what's up? Like... <laughs> And it's a yeah. damn shame I'm laughing at that, but that's, I feel like that's the response dudes would take. Like, I, I really, like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know what you do, because, like, I feel like, I mean, do you, are there clubs, like, outside of, like, in the real world that you could join? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he, he's, he was on the right track with the fitness stuff, and a lot of the stuff is, like, things that you're interested in. Like, something that I've been considering doing is taking improv class. I feel like I'd be able to meet some people out of that, and it's something that I'm interested in. Exactly. You know, and just find other things like that, like that fitness club that you're interested in, because at the end of the day, you want to find friends that have the same interests as you, because the friends that you are already like saying that you don't really want to hang out with don't ha share your same interests, that so you don't want to smoke weed and play video games. For so. me, I went like when I was and I'm, I'm, no, I'm still in college, but when I was going through like, oh, wanting to meet new people, I went to Barnes and Noble and just like read anime books in the anime section and, and tell somebody like minded or someone my age came around, I was like, yo, bro, what you think about that book right there? And then that's like conversation. I, I feel like you just got to go put yourself in situations that you normally wouldn't and just be the first one to initiate things. And it's that note, like, yeah, the homie could say no, but he might say yeah and be your friend. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just so up in the air. It's the same It's the same sort of deal. And I just feel like maybe it's the culture that we're in now. It's just hard to meet anyone, whether it's male or female, or if you're trying to meet like some a girlfriend or boyfriend or a friend, even that it's just hard to like talk to people and them and them like just out of nowhere. Do we blame the internet? Uh, I blame a little bit of the internet, a little bit of like how, how we were, you know, I don't know. 
Like, where do we? Like, my question is, where do we go to meet new? Like, Justin, do you do you know where? Like, where like where would you go to meet new friends? You know what I mean? Like, I know you're still in school too, but like, do you think about this ever? Like, the idea of bro, meeting new people and where you go? Honestly, bro, I just work, and whatever happens, happens. Real. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you meet new people through work? Through work, bro. I met y'all through work, bro. Like, facts. Facto. That that is a facto. I mean, but, but, but everyone's different though. So, you know, everyone's different. Oh man. I don't know what to like, this one stumped me. And I put this one on here cause I thought we could help, but like, I really don't know where you go and meet new people, but you was right. Like you were on the right idea with the fitness thing. It just didn't work out. You got to do more things like that. Like, I guess take like, uh, I guess like different courses at your fitness thing. Like maybe like, uh, I mean, a, what he could do is like, you know, find what he likes and then go talk to people. You know, and then make friends because like they're already like like uh, they're they're already there for a reason. So go talk to them. You know, get advice or you know whatever questions you have or whatever you want to talk. About and you can start that uh, easy. You can start well, that easy in a fitness thing. Like, yo, bro, you want to yeah. spot me? And then That's, like, yeah, it's definitely easy. And well, then and depending on if okay, it's like me playing basketball. So I go to uh, go hoop at Bourgeois or something. I meet guys who are playing basketball that are pretty good. So me, me and them start start talking about the NBA, about how we, like, played back in the day and stuff. And now we're cool. And we exchange numbers and start hooping, like, every Sunday now. You know what I mean? See? That's how you know. I'm, I'm with you. That's how I would do it. Yeah. Shuba, what were you saying? I was going to say the same thing that Justin was saying with, you know, if you were associated with a gym, you would go to the basketball court and just like meet people there just like exactly what justin said but also depending on your city they have like different rec leagues that you can join so you could be yep you could join like a kickball team or a softball team or a flag football team if if you're into sports sports yeah i mean even if you're not into sports even if it's like like you said just working out i mean if you're in shape I mean, if you're in the books, join a book club. Like that's what I'm. That's what I mean. Like, just do something that you already want to be doing. That's what I'm saying. Like, you gotta either join a book club, or, or like I was saying. Like, my advice to you: you you already have like the initiation of you're in fitness, you're working out. Just ask a random homie who looks similar to you, or looks someone who you feel like you might want to be their friend, and be like, "Yo, bro, can you spot me?" And once you ask them, can you spot them? You bring up conversation. And then it might work, it might not. Or like Shuby said, join a club. Or like Justin said, go play basketball. You gotta, you gotta find things that you like to do, and then go Google if they have events or clubs or things of that nature for that thing for those events. And then you go to them and you meet new people. For example, when I was, and I'm still into this, but when I'm big, when I was going to the comic book shop weekly before I switched to digital, I met so many people at the comic book shop. Just like talking to different people who have sim- similar interests. And that, and, that, and that's all I can, that's my best advice for you, quarter life crisis. And I think, and that's, what, I think well, that's what everybody's saying. And another one is, is don't be afraid to be candid about this. Like I've, today I got a haircut and I'm talking to the lady who's cutting my hair and I'm like, hey, you know, you're similar to my age. I'm really having, struggling like meeting people and making friends. Like where are some of the places that you go? Where are some of the places that you hang out? And like, and maybe if they maybe if they maybe they bring you into your circle, maybe they have someone that they or they give you suggestions. I mean, it's, it's good to have other people's input, like what you're doing right now. I mean, we're giving you input, but I mean, even with the people that are in your similar town, trying to find 
uh, common ground within the area of where most of the people that your age are hanging out and or or activities that they're getting involved in. And I feel like and I feel like you're not the only person going through this in your town. Like if we no, go through no. this, there's other people in your town going through this. So just go try and find them, brother. That's my advice for you, quarter life crisis. And it's gonna look up, man. If, if anything, keep busting your ass at your job, and and then who knows, you might meet somebody there. Yeah. So that's our advice for that. Let's get into NBA playoffs. Yes, some of you might have come here for that. Some of you might have came for the questions. Either way, let's jump into the playoffs. Should have came for the NHL playoffs because they're way more exciting. Schubert, do you, you want to talk about that real quick before we jump into the NBA playoffs? No, because no, no, nobody probably cares. About, <laughs> oh, about your NHL stuff? I did yeah. hear uh, something about the NA, NHL that was pretty interesting. Um, you hear? I heard that the number one team got swept. Yeah. That's crazy. Man. The number one That's... team got swept and they had the best record. It was like if the 73 and 9 Warriors got swept in the first round. That's like, wild. What? I'll give I'll give the NHL playoffs their props for that cuz that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty that's pretty interesting. I, I, that's exciting to me. That's not happening that's in the NBA playoffs. Yeah, it doesn't happen in the NBA playoffs. And there was and there were three game sevens in the first round and two of them went to overtime. One of them went Ooh. to two overtimes. Ooh, shout out to the NHL playoffs, man, kicking butt. But we're like Shuby said, we're not here to talk about that. We talk, we're talking about the NBA. We're talking about the NBA, man. We're talking about the, the NBA. NBA playoffs. So let's start. Let's start off with last night's game because that, to me, that was the most interesting series. Even though it ended four-one, it ended in five games, which kind of shocked us. The Portland Trailblazers and Dame Dollar closed out the Thunder last night. Dame hit a clutch game-winning three-pointer from damn near at the logo, ended it. Russell Westbrook was talking all that trash in game four or game three. They won game three. Uh, they Oh, no, did they win? They, I think they won. No, they won game three. Thun, uh, the, the Portland comes back, wins game four. They have to win this one to survive. Portland kicks. But I want to ask you guys a question. Who does this speak more of? Does this speak more of Russ can't do it anymore? And get his team to where he needs to be? And does this speak about how the Thunder are in trouble? Or does this speak to the emergence of Dame, Damian Lillard? What emergence? <laughs> He's been here for eight years. <laughs> I'm talking this about is... the emergence on the main stage. What, just because everyone decided to watch TV last night, he's emerged? <laughs> like, he's been doing this for eight years. This is true. Will you, will you deny that... If we were if we were to rank point guards before this series, the the common consensus among me, you, Justin, and Charles would have been, and we could throw Brooklyn, Brooklyn in there, it would have been Steph Curry somewhere around the top, with either James Harden or Chris Paul somewhere up there as well. I don't count James Harden. All right, we won't count James Harden. Chris Paul somewhere up there. Kyrie Irving somewhere up there. I think Damian Lillard's better than Chris Paul. Ooh. Ooh, that's a hot. Nah, I'm like, bro, you wildin'. Like, you talking about right now? Yeah, right now. Uh, okay, right now I might. Give right, you that now, right, yeah, now. right now, yeah, right now. Yeah, right now I'll give you that. But we talk, we talking all this. I can't give CP. <laughs> no, CP no, I'm gonna give him all time. But I mean, like uh, right now, like if, if we're making a team right now, I'm picking Damian or Chris Paul. Oh yeah, me too for sure. Yeah. But okay, let's let's exclude Chris Paul. So we're going Steph one, Kyrie two. Okay. Before this series. 
I think the consensus, even though me, you, and Charles do not like Russell Westbrook, I think we would have put him third. I really do. I agree. I would put. I, I had Russ third too. And that's yeah, what I'm saying. saying. And, I, and that's my point. So does this say more about Damian's emergence, knocking Russ out of that three spot, putting himself in that three spot, or does this speak about the downfall of the Thunder? I'm gonna start with Justin first. I want to say that it speaks more to the downfall of the Thunder because, Ooh. like, when you watch this series, it just seems like the defense wasn't there. You know, when we seen the Pelicans play last year, and I talked I, in, in our group message, I brought this up uh, to you guys, and I know, like, when, when the Pels played the Portland Trailblazers last year, they had strategy. Yep. Seemed like, right? Yep, they had I don't a whole know if they were double strategy. teaming, but like they had a strategy that threw them off, and it just seemed like that the Thunder, like they were just trying to play them head up. You know, Dane Lillard, they were doing high ball screens, and they were they the Thunder, they wasn't trapping, they wasn't you know pr- putting pressure on Dane. It seemed like they just let him come off the screen and shoot, and I just think like I just I just didn't see too much strategy on defense, and Dane torched them and McCollum too. So I think it's really on the downfall, downfall on, on on the Thunder's port more than the more than the greatness of the more than the greatness of Portland. No, I'm and with Dame you on that. I'm, as much as Dame showed out, and and I know that Shuby's guy, he he definitely solidified himself in, in the top three point guards of, in the NBA. But this speaks more on the downfall of the Thunder, and I'm gonna take it a step further. Justin gave you guys the, the reasons why the series looked that way. The entire time in the series, I'm like, yo, the Thunder have a better team than the Trailblazers. Like, if you just look at who's on the court, the Thunder looked way better. Like, it, game one, if you look at both sides, you think, oh, the Thunder are going to do this. I don't know how much PG's injury had to play into it, but that dude was scoring 20, 30 points. So I'm not going to give him an excuse. Uh, look, I blame this on Ring in the ball now. I'm going to blame this on Russ. And Russ took a lot of inherent shots, made a lot of turnovers. You can't shoot below 30% from the field. Like, he just was shooting shots and just was missing. He wasn't hitting anything. He couldn't. He was trying to trash talk. He got into his vibe for one game, and he just couldn't get into Damian's head. And my thing is, I don't know where the Thunder go from here. I really don't. Like, you're well, going to have you have to trade Steven Adams. Yeah, I was, that's exactly the name I was about to say. Steven Adams got outplayed by Cantor. Yes, he did. Yes, he, he did. And that was huge. And and they like, and that's another player they used to have on that team. And yeah, he, I mean, he was also a, a liability on, on defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He kept, I mean, I seen like and they, they had a lot of high pick and rolls and he just didn't like he, he didn't come up on some pick and rolls. He stepped back. He gave Dame too much room. And I blame he also the primary ball defender for going under the screen. Because they went, yeah. they seemed like they went under the screen every time. Yeah, like they just gave him space to go off. And it, it, it's just a damn shame. Shuby, what do you think happens to this Thunder team going forward? What would you do if I gave you GM control? Like, I know we talked about trading Steven Adams. Do you, do you give Russ a diminished role and, and try to build around PG? Like, how do you move this team going forward? Because I don't know how you get better in the West because I don't think free agents are coming to uh, the Thunder. Uh, well, I I like the idea that people have been pitching that Russ should move to the two. I think that he should he should definitely do that. Oh, I was saying that earlier this year. 
Yeah, I mean, we've said that. I believe we've had that conversation before. Where I mean, he just he needs to play the two, let Schroeder play the one, and just let him let him can let him control the ball. And man, it's just like he's just got to get out of his ego, and that's just it's a. I mean, I've never liked Russell Westbrook, and it's just because of this reason right here. I feel like he's just handicapped the Thunder to where they can't really do anything because they can't get rid of him because they just look bad. Yeah, because he's the one who stayed, and he stayed with the like my. Oh man, I don't know how they get him under this. This seems it's not as bad as Washington, where Washington's trapped with John Wall, but it's pretty damn close. And it's pretty close. No, nah, I'm pre- not gonna just smash Russell. I'm not gonna just kill Russ. You know, I mean, who, who, the other, I mean, the what other, do you gotta give him, LeBron? I mean, like, what? I mean, they don't have enough shooters either. They didn't shoot the ball good either. I mean. I mean, I think they need shooting and they need to go small ball. Like, that's where the league is going. Like, big ball is not working anymore. Will Russ pass those guys the ball? That's he, my I, thing. I mean, he, he, he wasn't ball hogging. He just – He, he, he just did defer at times. But did, my thing like, is this. Also, you got to get rid of Billy Donovan. Because, like, yes. you got to have a coach. You got to have a coach that, like, can sit Russ down and be like, all right, Russ, I let you play for the first three quarters however you wanted. But you see this fourth quarter? It's mine. You got to do what I tell you to do. Because in these clutch situations, Billy Donovan's calling some plays, and Russ is just doing Russ. You know and what like, OKC should do? And this is a crazy out of left field thing. I think they should trade Russell Westbrook to the Clippers. Ooh, for those picks? For, like, Gilgis Alexander a pick. Ooh, so you want the AD trade that we're trying to get from the Clippers for Russ. Yeah, because I Russ, think, I think Russ would do well in it as a Clipper, number one. Doc? Yes. See, I don't know if the Clippers do that deal. Yeah, I don't know if I the Clippers. Well, I don't think OKC does. I don't the think deal. they take that deal. See, I disagree with you, Shuby. I think OKC takes the deal because you like because of what we're saying. We have nowhere to go, and as much as like we were bashing Adams, Adams could have been hurt because I remember the time where he got hit in his ribs and he kept playing. He got hit in his leg, but Adams. If you look at his year, he didn't play bad. He had a decent year. Yeah, Paul George was MVP. Why not get those young guys and those draft picks, make that team better if Russ can't get you nowhere? But I don't think the Clippers take the deal because the Clippers are trying to get KD and Kawhi or, or AD and Kawhi or, or whoever. I don't think they want Russell Westbrook. Oh, I don't think they want Russell Westbrook either. I think that would be a great place for him, though. Do we feel that Portland makes it to the Western Conference Finals? They will have to play the winner of the Spurs and Nuggets. Right now, Denver leads the series 3-2. The Spurs had a, a quick come up, but Denver started to come back and win in this series. And it's all due to the fact that Jamal Murray and Gary Harris have been stepping up, particularly Jamal Murray, dropping 20-something points in uh, last night's win. Jamal had, I believe, he had 23-7-4. That's the type of performance I've been talking about that I need from Jamal for him to uh, continue winning and for the Nuggets to continue succeeding how they need to be. Justin, who do you think wins out of the Spurs Nuggets, and do you have the Portland Trail Blazers beating that team? Well, uh, in that Spurs and Nuggets series, I have the Nuggets taking that series. Same. And I think uh, – so I have – so it'll, it'll be Portland, Portland and Denver. And uh, I know – so Denver, uh, they were the number two seed this year, right? Yep. And they have a good coach, and I think that they, they're going to have a, a defensive strategy on how to slow down Russell McCollin. So that's why I want to lean towards 
to towards Denver be, because I, I feel like like they'll figure out a strategy or like try something different rather than just playing them straight up. But if they do play them straight up, then I'm not gonna say that. But I feel like you know because Denver has big men, they have Millsap and Jokic and Jokic, and I don't think they, they can guard uh, Damon McCollum. And the Portland Trailblazers they do a lot of pick and roll, so that may so Jokic and Paul Millsap. They may be liabilities on, on the court on defense, so it may be hard to slow down Portland. So I'm leaning more towards Portland, but Denver's a good team. So maybe I, I want to watch like game one, game one first, and kind of see how they come out and play and then make, make a pick. But I'm, I'm, I'm rocking with Denver, today. man. You want Denver? Yeah, I'm rocking with Denver because my Yeah, team is- I, I, I think uh, defensively at least – I think Jokic and Millsap, I don't know if anyone could guard them on the other end. On yep. the other end. And, I don't think I don't think Cantor and, and I don't think anyone of those guys will out rebound them. I mean Cantor will give them a good battle. And I think and I think Denver will try to slow the game down. And they're gonna let Jokic control it. He's gonna be setting everybody up. I, I think we're gonna see the talent of Denver because they're more they're they're they have more depth. They have more shooters. They have more grind out guys. I yeah, think they move it, the ball too, bro. Exactly. Like, and I, I just think as a team, I just think Denver's talent will outweigh. And I think the coaching battles even, like you were saying, I like Denver's coach Mike. Mal- I, I believe it's uh Mike Malone, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's Malone. Yeah. yeah Malone. So oh. so like him as a coach, and I, I think Denver's gonna pull that out and make it to the Western Conference Finals. Shuby, who you, you you be picking Denver? Or are you picking the Portland Trailblazers? Uh, I think it. I think it's going to be a pretty long series either way, maybe six to seven games. But I, you know, I think Denver's going to going to pull it out. There's a reason that they've won all those regular season games. I I haven't really looked too much into the matchup just because I feel like this Denver Spurs series may not be over. Oh, you think it's going seven? You know, I think Denver wins I've, tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, I've liked how the Spurs have been playing. I wouldn't rule, rule them out completely yet, but I feel like Denver's going to win that. But I'd have to look a little bit more into how Denver and Portland played each other this year. 100%. We'll talk about that more next episode. Uh, but let's talk about the East because the East is set. The East is 100% set. The, the matchups we've been waiting for, uh, Toronto beat Orlando. The Sixers got beat by the 76ers. So Toronto, I mean, the, the Nets got beat by the Sixers. The Sixers will play the Raptors. Uh, Milwaukee swept. Boston swept, so Milwaukee's playing Boston. Let's talk about Milwaukee-Boston first. Who y'all got? What's up? Man, let's go, man. Is, is Milwaukee let's the real go. deal? You want, you want to take this, Adam? You want to go first? Is Milwaukee the real deal? Is Milwaukee yeah. the real who deal? Who's rocking man, with you? Number in the East. MVP candidate Giannis, who's having a great year. Are they the favorites? Yeah. Ooh, okay. So are you taking Milwaukee in this series? Yeah. Give me some reasons why. Tell me what's up. Well, one, because as a Pelicans supporter, I want Boston to lose. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Real I quick. Feel, I feel you on that. <laughs> so you don't like and Boston? No, no, no well, I, don't, I don't like Boston, number one, because I'm a Knicks fan, Yankees he's fan, trying, He's trying to get Giants Kyrie fan. to come there. But... But no, I want Kyrie out, and I want Tatum out. So, or at least one of them. And they, and Boston needs to lose for that because Boston doesn't need to go to the finals. So yeah, 
but thinking about the matchup, I just think that the, a lot of the players that you may not be thinking are good on the Bucks are actually playing really good right now. Yeah, like Eric Bledsoe, Middleton, they get Brogdon back. Miritich has been doing well. They've been playing like a team. And, and Boonholzer is coach of the year candidate. Yeah, definitely. My thing, and, and it's funny, let me, let me give you a contrary opinion to you, Khalif, because I used to be a vet of Boston. I think for you as a Knicks fan and a Pels fan, you need that to happen. But I think best case scenario for the Pels is Boston does make it to the finals. And Kyrie, and Kyrie gets enamored with Boston, so he tells him he'll stay to get Anthony Davis. Maybe. See, I, as a Knicks fan, you need them to lose, but I think best case scenario for the Pels is for them to win. But I digress. Justin, give me your thoughts on Milwaukee Celtics. Schubert likes Milwaukee. Give, give me your take, and then I'm going to give mine last because I, I know where I'm going with this. Now, Boston can de- definitely take this series, but I'm going with with Boston. I mean, I said, I'm sorry, the Bucks can definitely take this series, but I'm going with Boston. And the reason why is, first off, I think Brad Stevens is going to come up with a strategy to slow down Gian- Giannis and the Bucks some way, somehow. Um, and I feel like a lot of the games, because matchup wise it's pretty even. So I feel like it's going to be a lot of close games. Both teams, uh, they shoot the ball pretty good. Both teams have two star players, but I feel like we all know Kyrie. We all know Kyrie's hit, hit. We all know Kyrie's history. When the game is on the line, when crunch time hits, we know what he's doing. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if Giannis can do that yet. He hasn't mm. shown anything. You know, he he's he's had a great season. He's he he played. Uh, who they play in the uh, first round? They played uh, the Pistons. Nobody. They the Pistons in the first round. Not really anybody. You know, and Kyrie. I mean, he's been here. No, he's he's hit big shots. He's made big plays in big moments. So I feel like when the time is gonna come, Kyrie's gonna take over and it's gonna be a wrap. So I'm really picking the Boston Celtics because of Kyrie. Ooh, interesting. I'm going with the Celtics for a different reason, but part I think I'm going with it for part of your reason and then a part of my own. I think the part that's my own is I think the Celtics are coming together at the right time. I think we're seeing Gordon Hayward and Tatum finally get 30-something minutes, and that's where they feel comfortable. Jalen Brown's finally comfortable in that role. I think as much as Marcus Smart is a great thing for that team, him not being there kind of allowed for them to get the right rotation. And then if he comes back, I feel Rozier won't play as much because with Brown, Tatum, and Hayward finally getting the right minutes, I think it's just working better for that team. And we see them all getting into their vibes. Let's not act like Boston's not the most talented team in the East. The question was, will they get out of their own egos and get out of their own ways to finally play like Brad Stevens want them to to win? And I know the Pacers aren't anybody like of, of the Bucks' ilk, but it was good to get that tune-up thing to finally get everybody going for this big test that is Milwaukee. Now, I'm picking Boston for a similar reason to Justin, not as dissimilar, but he said he's picking it for Kyrie but I'm picking it for his reasoning why he picked Kyrie. It's I need to see for the Bucks to prove for, to me that they got to win this series. It's Giannis. Giannis has to show he's a star because the Bucks. I've watched the Bucks play. He sets everything functions off of him setting up the offense and the defense clogging up the paint. If the defense can clog up the paint and try to get him out of there, and when he gets in there, he can kick it out to shooters, and those shooters make the shots. Middleton, Miritich, Bledsoe's been playing well. Bledsoe's going to have a big defensive matchup against Kyrie. How does, how does he handle Kyrie? Can he slow him down? Can he, can he kind of contain him? We, you, you'll never stop 
have a star like that, but can he contain him? That's a question that we need to be seen. Will Middleton show up in the playoffs or will he stagger low? But it's going to determine on if Giannis Antetokounmpo is the MVP and if he's ready to take that next level and be the face of the East, potentially the face of the NBA, he needs to win this series. But until he does that, I'm going with Boston because they outrank them talent. In my opinion, they outrank them coach. And in my other opinion, they outrank them in the star quality. And yes, Giannis Antetokounmpo is the better star, but Kyrie has proven it on more times than Giannis has. So until Giannis does that, I'm rocking with the Celtics, man. I'm rocking with him. To counterpoint a little bit of what you said, I give Budenhoser a little bit more credit because he has made playoff, deep playoff runs with teams with iffy talent than what they were going up against. Oh, no, the coaching battles are definitely more even than people want to give it credit for. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, is coaching the year for a reason. Like, he, he built a great team, and he's coaching them damn well. Yeah, I mean, he took that Hawks team that was kind of... The man. Horford team, yeah, no, facts. Yeah. The Horford and, and Corver team. He t- and with Millsaps, he took them. So we can't discredit Budenhauser, but I just but, feel yeah. like Brad's, Brad's that dude. Brad's the heir apparent to Popovich for best coach in the NBA. Yeah, and, and Giannis has actually been doing pretty well hitting outside shots in the last series. So hopefully he's – I think he's firing at pr- pretty pretty high right now as well. Looking back on the series they played last time, that was a really hard-fought seven-game series. And I think Giannis really wants to you know, make a statement. I think it might be time for him to make that statement. And on the other hand, it is going to be a big deal for Kyrie here because if Kyrie is the Kyrie that we think that he is, he should be make, winning these series. Yeah, he got to show up. So it's going to be very interesting to see which star takes the, that dominating role. Yeah, this so, is not his first test, really. Yeah, this, first, is yeah. this is his big test. And it's against the team that knocked him out of the playoffs last year. So we'll Even. see if he re- – so it gives him a little more fuel to his fire. Right. All right, next series I want to discuss is the Sixers-Raptors. As much as the Sixers look good, and, and man, that team looks good. They finally seems like they're clicking. I am not picking against Toronto. I am sorry. I, I'm going to just straight stay say that off rip. Shuby, how do you feel about this series? I feel the same way. I mean, I think that the highs for – the 76ers were really high, and that was great. But the but lows are... They still had oof. some pretty low lows. Yep. And, and a low that I want to talk about, when Ben Simmons has played Kawhi Leonard this year, he didn't even want to dribble the ball. His numbers were at an all-time low. He For the Sixers to win, he has to get over the Kawhi hurdle, and I just don't know if he will. Uh, Justin, how do you feel about Sixers-Raptors? I've seen a fact on Instagram that... Uh... Kawhi is 13-0 and against the Sixers? Yep, something that's, like that. That's wild. That's crazy. But, I mean, uh, sh- that's, it, 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 this is going to be a very good series because the matchups, I mean, like, matchup-wise, I think that the, the Sixers have a better lineup. Across, I mean, look at it across. I mean, you go Marcus Gasol or Ibaka on, on look, uh, OKB. I have it right here. I have it right here. So you have Kyle Lowry and Ben, ben Simmons. Well, no, Kawhi is going to be guarding Ben. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, so you got J.J. Reddick and um, Kyle. J.J. Reddick and Dan- Danny Green. Yeah, Danny's going to be on Jimmy. 
And, and that Kyle's gonna jump on uh Kyle's gonna jump on JJ. Tobias Harris on Siakam. Yep. That's pretty Ooh. even. That's pretty those even. Are, those two are pretty tough. Then you got Serge and Joe and B. Jo- yep. And, you, and, and I, I'll put Mark, I think you'll put Marc Gasol on Joel to start off the series. Yeah, and then the bench uh, for the Sixers, you have McConnell, Jonathan Simmons, uh, James. Trash. Who? This, the Jonathan Sixers Simmons? bench. The Sixers bench. Man, Bowman's been, been balling, though, lately. Say say the, the, the yeah, Toronto man. bench. Say the Toronto bench. Oh, Toronto. Okay, Jeremy Lin, Norman Powell, OG Anaboy, Marco Sol, and Eric Moreland. Fra- oh, Ballers. Fred, Fred Van Beat. Ballers. Van Ballers. Ballers. Yeah. <laughs> Tor- Toronto is deep. And it's OG and a newbie, my guy. And a newbie. Yeah, we got you. So, so the matchups are pretty good, but I, I also feel like the Sixers have more star star power. Ooh, yeah. so you rocking with the Sixers? I'm a fan of, of star power. I'm a fan of star power. However, the Raptors do have Kawhi Leonard. The best player in the series. And an all-around team. They have an inside, outside game. Man. Like the Rap- the one. Raptors have always been a great team, and the thing that they've never had is a was closer. a superstar. Like yep, and they got one now. And now they have one. That's yeah, I thing. mean they they have someone who knows how to close games in the playoff and get the win. And they have a, a young emerging star in Pascal Siakam, so Lowry doesn't have to be the second option, but he can be if need be. And I and I think Danny Green is a really quality player to have. Yep, Danny Green's solid role player to, to knock down the trays. And solid they play defense, team. too. They're a long team. Yeah. They play defense. And I think Danny Green adds that Spurs effect of how he, of how, like Schubert was saying, like, and like Justin was saying, adds defense. He, him, him and Kawhi bring that Spurs winning ability, and they know how to win. I just think everything fat favors Toronto in this season. I just, I just feel like the, the, all the intangibles give the edge to Toronto. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch. I'm sorry, y'all, but <laughs> you're, I know you're a second round picker. Sorry, it's okay. You don't want to. You don't like to put your your neck on the chopping block, but I will. Toronto's <laughs> win that. My my Eastern Let's Conference watch Finals. Game one. And my, I, I, I'll have an answer next week. So Schubert's Eastern Conference Finals is Boston. I mean, it's Milwaukee, Toronto. Mine is Toronto, Boston. We'll get Justin's next week. Mine's Boston, and uh. I already picked, picked, I already picked Boston, but I still don't know who else is going. So let me uh, have. Let me you watch like that Sixers team, man? Huh? I, I, you, yeah, man. I, I do, man. Ben Simmons, ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler, Tobias. That's a nice starting five. That's that's nice, but that's I, I don't five. know, man. Ben Simmons got to step up. He got to get over that hurdle of Kawhi. Let's not act like Kawhi's not the best player in the East. He is. It's like like Kawhi's not like. One of the best players in the league. Yeah, he does. That's what I'm saying. Like one of the best players. Top four. That's what I'm saying. Like Litty, one of the best players in the NBA. Gotta give him his props. Um, the Rock I mean the Rockets have advanced. They beat the Jazz. Donovan Mitchell came and take game uh four, I believe, but game five was all the uh the the Rockets. The Rockets closed out at home. Shuby was telling me that there's no point in and me trying to think the Jazz would win that, he knew the Rockets would win. I give him his props because the Rockets did close out. James Harden showed what he had to do in the playoffs. Right now, the Warriors are playing the Clippers. They're down by three with four minutes and 44 seconds left. I, I Look, even if the Warriors lose this game, they're, they're, they're winning the next one, and they're going to play the Rockets. 
We'll talk more about that in the second round. But uh, let's get into the final segment of this show, which is get them out of here. This is where I'm just talking shit on all the people who need to be getting out of here. Bye-bye, Orlando. Get them the F out of here. <laughs> See you later, Mickey Mouse and, and all those Vucevich. <laughs> Uh, my boy Aaron Gordon, who's only good in a dunk contest, get him out of here. You're gone. See you later. See you next season. TJ uh, Augustine, the one hit wonder. The one, and, I, and look, I tweeted, he had me looking bad out there. I tweeted, is DJ Augustine emerging? Oh my God. Did you really? <laughs> <I'm emerging>? Yes. <laughs> What's yes, wrong I with you? I was hyped. <laughs> Get him out of here! (laughs) (laughs) Silver, you go find that tweet. I didn't delete it. I get to it. Chase likes it too. I go, DJ Augustine emerging. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) One game. One hit wonder. Hot take is DJ Augustine. I don't like to claim that one. That's a that's a black spot on the black swami. The black swami's better than that. <laughs> like that, that was a Linden topic. Like I was just, I was just, that was probably one of those nights I was drunk and I was just like, oh damn, is DJ obviously to merge? Like trying to be jokey on Twitter, but like <laughs> kind of serious. <laughs> like just a little bit in between. But get them out of here. Get that, get that hot take out of here too. Uh, Pistons. Get them the F out of here. Milwaukee, whoop that ass. But I will say, salute to Blake Griffin. You, you played like a warrior, my friend, with that one leg. But Andre Drummond, get him the fuck out of here. Reggie Jackson, get him the fuck out of here. Get him Dwayne all, Casey. Like, get him out of here. The, you ain't winning Toronto. You're not winning in, 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 in uh, Detroit. Get y'all out of here. See y'all next year. Y'all not going to get no better either because I don't know what the hell y'all going to do. Yeah. But, now they, got no lo- <laughs> they got no chance in the lottery. Yep, get them out of here. The Pacers, Indiana. I'm not going to be as hard on y'all because y'all lost Victor Oladipo. Y'all got to sign some of them people back in free agency. But Tyreek Evans, get the fuck out of here. DeMontis Simonis, get out of here. Miles Turner, get out of here. Shout out to you, Nate McMillan. You're a great coach. We'll see you next year. Uh, Next up, we got the Utah Jazz. Donovan Mitchell, I will give you props, my brother. You made me a fan this series in a losing effort. That is great. I think you have a lot to look forward to. I know people are hating on you. I think you're D-Wade, but with a jump shot, and I think you'll be great in the future. But get them the fuck out of here. Ricky Rubio, I mean, Ricky Rubio, you played great. You kind of lived up to your hype. I fucked with you. Rudy Gobert, you looked like a chump. You looked weak. You let Clint, you let Clint Capella punk you. You look bad out there, Rudy. They couldn't even play you in some games. They had to play Derek Favors, and Derek... You don't have no hops. You're just a big chubby dude who can get points in the paint. And I ain't mad at you, dog. Get it how you live. But Rudy Gobert, you trash my G. The Frenchman, the Eiffel, the Stifle Tower, he got knocked the F down. Get the fuck out of here, Rudy Gobert and the Jazz. Next up and finally, last team. Oh, no, no, no. I got to get the six. I got to get the Nets out of here. D'Angelo, brother, you had a great season. Uh, what's that coach's name? Y'all know the, uh, y'all know the coach? Kenny Atkinson. Great season. Nets. As, and I was pulling for y'all. I thought y'all could bring it seven. Y'all made the Black Swami look bad. So y'all got to get all the way the fuck out of here. D'Angelo, I'm glad you stopped snitching. I'm glad you made an all-star team, dog. But you, you went cold, my G. Game four, we couldn't find you. We couldn't find you in game three. You was I'm hot. glad you stopped snitching. We glad, glad you stopped snitching. But you got to get out of here. Karis LeVert, I salute you. 
You broke your leg midseason, came back ball on niggas. So you gonna be good next year. This Brooklyn. dude broke his leg. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Put the team on his back, back. and they got one win over the Sixers. <laughs> hey man, I give Karis LeVert his props, bro. His leg was on on the side of his body. So I gotta give him some, I gotta give him some props. He he was he came out bald. So I ain't mad at him. But D'Angelo, you gotta get you in the next the fuck out of here. All right, last one. Oof. And I wish I could get the Clippers out of here. Oh, wait. We maybe could get the Clippers out of here. The Warriors are coming back 116, 170. I think we'll close that shit out tonight. We, we might get the Clippers the fuck out of here. But next up in the final one as of now, the Thunder. Ooh-wee. Billy Donovan. You looking bad, bro. Bro, your seat is probably the hottest seat in the NBA next year. You got to get the fuck out of here. Paul George, you came for the fishing. You was, you was MVPing. I know you hurt your shoulder, dog, but but if you playing, if you're in between them lines, you got a ball, my G, and you let Dame hit the shot on you, my dog. I know your hand was up, but you was hating a little bit. You said, oh, bad shot? It's not a bad shot. He made it. He made it on you, partner. Game time, Dame time, in your face, all day, every day. It messed hey, you up, PG. Hey, Paul George, remember when you decided to go to OKC because you thought you'd have a chance? And how did it feel to not have the ball in your hands at the end of the game? Game time, game time, baby. You messed that up. You're supposed to be the defender for OKC. Get you out of here. Russ. Russ. Triple-double Russ. Russ with the triple-dub fade on him. Out here with seven I get, turnovers. I only care about personal stats. Russ. Russ. Me when I was the, in college, Russ. Russ, what is up, my dog? Russ, look. Next question, Russ. Well, Russ, your, your next question is, what you going to do in the offseason, my G? You going fishing? You out of here? You and Barry Trimble can all go sit out down in, in the OKC uh, newsroom. And, and you, we, can, we, got, we can do this all season, bro. You lost the battle. You tried to shit talk to Damian Lillard. You tried to rock the baby. Nigga, he rocked you. you huh? So last year, it ain't happened to Drew Holiday. It ain't happened to Drew Holiday. It happened to you, Russ. It happened to you, Westbrook. And you got torched. That kid from Oakland said it was game time, game time. You couldn't even guard him. You made PG switch on him multiple times. You didn't even guard CJ. You could, you didn't want no smoke from none of them. You're not, the, you're not one of the best point guards in the league anymore, my dog. OKC made the wrong choice when they chose you. They should have picked the other two MVPs over you, and they should have traded you back when they traded Harden because they would have been much better if they kept Harden because I guarantee Harden wouldn't have lost that series last night, but your ass did. Yo ass did. Harden and PG might have been playing the Warriors right now, but yo ass lost because you can't get your shit together. OKC, get the fuck all the way out of here. Get the fuck, yo. Like, y'all niggas, y'all niggas in trouble. And Steven Adams, I, look, look, dog, you about to leave. They about to trade you. Old Cal Drogo, Aquaman looking ass. They going to trade you, but that's all we got. I got, got one. Oh, you got, got one? one? Go ahead. Go ahead. Washington Capitals. Oh, you, you think you're hot shit because you win the Stanley Cup one time and then you come in and lose to the Carolina Hurricanes who make their first playoffs in years. Get the fuck out of here. Isn't that Alex Ovechkin? Yes, Alex Ooh, Ovechkin. Get the fuck out of here. Not Sidney Crosby looking ass. Wanna yeah, well, be penguins got the penguins got swept, so oh damn, Sydney, get out of here, dog. <laughs> get, get out of here, bro. But that's Justin, you got any get out of here? I know you probably don't. You know, you probably won't throw no shade at nobody. It's okay. 
The NBA, NBA, I'm not a part of this segment. <laughs> I do not condone this NBA. I do not condone this. Get him out of here! Leave! Everyone, <laughs> all, everyone who was out, who got beat in the first round, everyone, you guys played well. <laughs> Don't give them that shit. You know, they didn't play well. They out of here. Some hard, work hard in the summer. <laughs> like I said, D'Angelo stops snitching to just trade all your players. <laughs> Do not condone this NBA. It's over with. Get them out of here. Yo, I thought the Warriors were going to close out the series. Let me give a little update. They down 125-118. Mm, yes, because Lou Williams is a baller. Not looking good. I wanted to get the Clippers out of here tonight. 33 not points like Lou Williams has oh, no. so far. Man, Jeez, 33 Lou, points, Lou, man. Lou will eating on them. And, and Montrez Harrell got 24 shit. They eating. Shout out to the shout out to Clippers. I thought we was gonna get y'all out of here. We're gonna get y'all out of here next episode, though. Don't you worry. We're gonna get you and Doc Rivers and Pat Beverly short looking ass all the way out of here next episode. But until then, we're gonna hold back because y'all might win. Who knows? But that's all the time we got this week. Short week, short episode. Justin, tell the people they can find you at on social media. Everyone can find me, Justin Baptiste22. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, Snapchat. All that you guys can find me on traysandlays.com. So read and subscribe, man. Read, yeah, J- read, Justin, views, 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 man. Check me out. Justin's putting out great NBA content. You guys be sure to check out his articles. Super dope insight into the games after they happen. Shuby, tell the people where they can find you out on social media. And ooh, big week. <laughs> well, you can find me on social media at ashubert14 on Twitter and Instagram. And I'll probably be tweeting about Avengers Endgame that premieres Thursday, I guess, today. Yeah, when you guys are hearing this. And while most of you are probably hearing this, I'm probably sitting in a three-hour movie hoping that I don't have to pee. Yep, because we're going to be in there tomorrow. Be ready, ladies and gents. If you're in a theater with us, we're doing our five words or less review. Me and Shuby will be out there after Avengers Endgame asking you guys what you thought of it. We want five words or less. And we're going to be doing... I'm excited, Shuby. I've been waiting, like, low-key, counting down the days till Avengers Endgame. I'm, I'm so watching excited. Infinity War right now. For real? No, I'm watching The Warriors, but I have it on <laughs> during the commercials. Oh, okay. I was like, wow, we just straight up lied to the public. <laughs> but... Nonetheless, you guys can follow me at Berlin the Don on Twitter. Follow Bros Who Think at Bros Who Think. You can find me on Instagram at Lyndon Burton. I, I just dropped our new picks. I know y'all see us out there. Drop some new picks. Shout out to our guy, Stuart Madden. Took some fire picks of us. Primetime dropped a new logo. They got some new episodes out. We did. We talked about David Griffin, the new hire, me, Charles, and Jake Madison. Be sure to check that out. Charles also sat down with uh, Josh Lemoyne to talk about all the LSU recruiting and to talk about the new look offense. Check that out as well. New anime talk next week. I know I didn't drop a My Hero Academia review this week. Was supposed to. We'll do a double doozy next week and give you guys all the details and break down everything for the next chapter. But until then, be sure to check out Bros Who Binge. Be sure to check out Primetime. Check out Anime Talk next week. And we will talk to you guys next week answering more questions and giving you guys more advice and talking more news because Brooklyn will be back and we got a lot to talk about. The NBA playoffs are continuing. But until next time, for Justin, for Schubert, my name is Lyndon. You guys have a great week. And as always, enjoy yourselves and 
I've been in the studio for 80 hours. I miss birthdays and baby showers. I wish I could do everything I want and be everywhere at once, but I need crazy powers. Watch when you get the light. Those are shady hours. That's when niggas start popping out the woodwork. You know they want a favor when they ask you, is you good first? I tell them, piss off. I'm trying to make an album so good that everyone involved gonna be rich off. Mama love could go and pay the crib off. Never been an exit. Where the fuck do niggas get off? I am the original. The sequel and the spinoff. How the fuck y'all gonna flex on me with some shit that I lynch off? When I shoot, I catch a body and knock a limb off. Boy, you a worker, not a bit off. This is not a street you wanna quit off. This is the floor that had the kid up in Cali crib with the kicks off. So let them niggas starve, let them niggas starve. Yeah, yeah. If he die, he die. He ain't one of ours. I just go. Get the ball, go a hundred yards, niggas know Madden flow, I don't punt it all, nigga You know how niggas play Madden It be like 4th and 35 and Niggas still going for it Nigga, that's me, boy I ain't never punting, I'ma always go for it, nigga Come up with this Hail Mary song I'ma make a play